And so we can trust and trust everything to Him. Yes. We can trust our entire being. We can entrust our entire future. We can trust everything that comes up. It's not too much to give it all to Him, to cast it on Him and trust Him that He will guard it until that day, until the day He returns. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gitterest Podcast. My name is Zach Carpenter, and I have Michael Boschlinger here. Hi, everybody. And Jake. Hello. And also Danny. Hi. And so this week, we will be getting into 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm just going to have Jake start out uh, for us here by reading verse 12. For which cause also I suffer these things, but I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to guard my deposit unto that day. Verse 13, hold a pattern of the healthy words that you have heard from me in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. And then finally, verse 14 says, guard the good deposit through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. And so we just wanted to have some fellowship uh, along the lines of these verses today. There's a lot in these verses, and um, we'd like to just kind of walk through them. And the first thing that we come to is Paul was one who suffered. And we as uh, fellow believers also might suffer. And it's a temptation when we suffer to feel ashamed because we might not have <laughs> thought our believing in the Lord, our following the Lord would bring suffering. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's a there's a there's a thought of, oh, what wait, huh? You know. So we need to be assured of the one whom we have believed. Mm-hmm. Because this one also suffered. This one endured much misunderstanding, much uh much in the way of uh of conflict even that ones would oppose him as he was being faithful to carry out God's will. And we, we need to, to cling to him. By, by our believing into him, we have been joined to him. He is one with us. And we should be assured, this one, the son of the living God, the one through whom death was nullified, the one who has brought life and incorruption to light, through the gospel. These are just some of the verses that Paul speaks of uh, just prior to this to open up who this one is whom we have believed and whom we are coming to know. Yeah, this this is the one that we have believed. And even it said in verse 9 too, this is also the one who's called us according to his own purpose and grace. He saved us and he called us according to his own purpose and his grace. This is the one where believe, we've believed, and then verse 12 continues, and I am persuaded that he is able to guard my deposit until that day. So we've believed in this wonderful one. And so we can trust and trust everything to him. Yes. We can trust our entire being. We can entrust our entire future. We can trust everything that comes up. It's not too much to give it all to him, to cast it on him and trust him that he will guard it until that day, until the day he returns. 
is not something for, for us to, to reserve or hold back because we've been saved and we've been called according to his purpose in his grace. So he has a purpose for saving us and for calling us. And it's through his grace that he will carry out that purpose in us and in our life through his grace to us. And so we can, we can be those that don't, we don't have to be afraid to give everything to him. And we can have faith that he will guard it until that day. Yeah, his grace, like the grace that the Lord gives us, it's absolutely according to his purpose, which he's always going to be faithful to. Um, even if he didn't want to just care for us, which he does. But let's say he decided he didn't want to care for us anymore. He still has to because this is according to his purpose. Right. He began mm-hmm. a work in us. And if if he's going to be faithful to himself, which he is, then he has to guard everything of himself that he's put into us through our believing. And the more we come to know him, who he is as a person, not even just getting to know about him or learning information and details concerning him, but the more we come to know him, the more we're persuaded. Paul said, I'm absolutely persuaded. He is able to guard my deposit unto that day. The more we grow in the Lord, the more faith we have, um, when we start to face persecutions like what Michael was describing, uh, it really starts to affect us less because we're just fully persuaded by this person that we're coming to know. Yeah, I think that just along the lines of the matter of the Lord's faithfulness in our lives and also along the lines of how suffering will come <laughs> in our lives. And I'd even say it's out of the ordinary if you're a Christian and you don't face some amount of suffering right. as you're going mm-hmm. through your Christian life, it should be, in some sense, an ordinary experience. But like we've been bringing out, you know, we're fully persuaded, as it says in this verse, that he is able to guard my deposit unto that day. And so we have the faith that no matter mm-hmm. what we're experiencing, what we're going through, the Lord has us in mind and has our best interest in mind according mm-hmm. to his purpose. And so we can have the faith that you know he will remain faithful <laughs> to us right and so what w- what's faith faith in this kind of circumstance it's simply it's, it's just the expression of all the things that we've enjoyed of the lord mm. and so as we're going through whatever circumstances we're going through we can just be assured express this faith in in whatever environment whatever circumstance whatever thing you know, we might be going through. So at the end of 12, we, we're committing everything to the Lord. We are entrusting our lives and all of our future into his hands because he's the only one who's able to, to bring us to the, the day of his, of his coming. And then in verse 13, we're brought to our, our needing to hold a pattern of the healthy words that that we have heard and what a blessing that we we have heard the word of god we have heard the healthy word and it's it's meaningful that paul uh describes this word as healthy it's not the intellectual word the sophisticated word the philosophical word it's the healthy word it's the word that helps you to grow it's the word that brings a supply to your Christian life so that you would continue to grow in Christ. 
And we hold the pattern of healthy words. So there should be a pattern built up as we're going on together, not just individually in our Christian life, but with the fellow believers that God has placed us with. We are holding this pattern of the healthy word in our conversations, in our, you know, relating, being together, that the, the life of Christ is able to grow and to even reach maturity by, by the healthy food, which is the healthy words that we have heard. Yeah, that, even that word, it's that, it's a healthy word. In, in Greek there, it literally means that it's healthy. It's, it's good for you. And the words that we have received are good for us to grow in the Lord. But it's in contrast to, you could say, there's a lot of other words that we hear in this world that are not so good for us to grow in the Lord. Actually, you know, in school, a lot of times you'll hear words that are actually damaging to you or to your faith to try to persuade you to not believe in God or it's a fairy tale or it's made up. All these God's word that... We have we have some negative words that we we don't want to hold to, right. that we want to reject and not stand with. But just being in the world from the TV, from news, from TV shows, we get a lot of a lot of other words that aren't so healthy, right? And so, just like Paul charged, it gives a charge here to Timothy to hold to these healthy words. We have to, as well, we have to hold to these healthy yes. words. Because we have so many other words that aren't healthy, but we have the healthy words in God's word. When we meet with other brothers and sisters, when we're under just the fellowship that we receive, we hold to these. And then the, the, the next verse even continues. We don't only, we're one, we're told to hold, but then also guard. Guard, guard the good deposit through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Yeah, it's good you're bringing out that word guard. I mean, that means on the one hand, Positively, we're seeking after the Lord and we're opening to the Lord. Lord, I want you to speak to me. I want to, as I'm getting into the Bible by myself and with others, I want you to speak a living word to me. Give me some healthy words that would supply me and cause me to grow. But then on the negative side, we're also, we also realize that there's an enemy. Mm -hmm. Satan does not want us to grow in the Lord. Satan does not want us to enjoy the healthy words. And he also can speak. He spoke to Eve in the Garden of Eden. He questioned God's word mm -hmm. and he caused Eve to doubt God's mm -hmm. word. And eventually she took the tree that God commanded her not to eat and something damaging, something that was not healthy, something damaging came into her. Mm -hmm. And then eventually Adam, her husband. But today it's the same situation. We always have a choice. Do I choose to stand with the healthy words that God's speaking to me or will I neglect to guard myself against, you know, whatever would, would cause us mm -hmm. not to appreciate the Lord, would cause us not to love him more. We have to be careful because even if you don't agree with something that's spoken to you, you may listen and you know that what, what's being spoken is not accurate or, or something like that. You just don't know how much it affects you. So we really have to be careful. On the one hand, Lord, give me the healthy words. On the other hand, Lord, guard me. Guard me against yeah. anything that would um, 
take away my appreciation of who you are and what you've given to me. So we have two deposits. We have our deposit, which we, we entrust into the Lord's hands. And then we have the deposit of the healthy words that we have mm-hmm. to guard. And this is through the Holy Spirit. So we can never divorce the Word of God from the Spirit of God. Yes. We enjoy the healthy words of the Word of God through the Spirit of God. The Spirit actually has a container, and that's the Word. And as we come to the Lord's Word, we need to come to it in the way of spirit and life, that it would have this nourishing effect. And so... How wonderful it is that we are those who have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Yes. That this Holy Spirit is, is, is contactable in His Word. <laughs> the healthy words convey to us the Spirit of life, the Holy Spirit. And as we, as we come into contact with these holy words, we need to guard them, treasure them. Don't let them be watered down by other other words, other speakings, like Danny and, and Jake have, have mentioned. So praise the Lord, we're together. And as, uh, as, as we, we, we gather more and more together, we, we get to enjoy this Holy Spirit that is within. And this, 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 this Holy Spirit who is within is conveyed or expressed in words. <laughs> we speak healthy words to one another, but that also imparts the Spirit into one another. Maybe if we could leave you guys with like, there's three main aspects here in these verses, um, kind of like the takeaway as you're considering, okay, I'm, I want to guard myself. Uh, I only want to receive healthy words and I want to guard myself against something that's not healthy. Like what Michael was speaking earlier. One, we have the word of God. We have the written word of God, the Bible. And we also have the Lord himself who's, who's, um, speaking these words to us directly and in fellowship with the other believers. So we have the word. We also have two. We have the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. So we can't divorce the spirit from the word. But then also Paul says that he said to Timothy, you heard from me. So Paul, even Paul was saying like, yes, the Lord speaks to you. Yes, you have the word, but you also have the healthy words that came from me. So we have one another to speak these things. So if you keep these three aspects with you, the word of God, the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and, and us speaking to one another, this really could help you guard yourself in the healthy words and guard yourself against anything that would keep you from enjoying the healthy words. Amen. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this fellowship on the first chapter of uh, 2 Timothy. And as a reminder, we will not have our Tuesday night Bible reading next week, but the second week of May we'll be resuming and continuing with 2 Timothy chapter 2. And so we hope to see you there.